Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Good evening, everyone. This is Ragtag Radio. I'm your host, Mark. Tonight on the call, we have Barbara. Say hello, Barbara. Hello. Trisha. Hello. Hello, Trisha. Uh, Fabian somewhere in the in the shadows. Hello, Fabian. <laughs> um, is uh, is Tammy here tonight? I am. I'm going to mute myself because I'm in the car, and it may sound like uh, you know a roaring. You're in the car. I understand. Yeah. Be careful. Okay. Anyone else? So give me an answer. So give me an answer to give me a minute to answer. All right. No problem. Anyone else that I missed? Ashbo's here. Hey, Ashbo. 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 Now, um, we have some important business to discuss. Um, Barbara just watched an episode of uh, NCIS, and she's going to give a 20-minute synopsis on what happened. Okay, maybe not. <clears throat> okay. First well, it was this jag lawyer who hung herself and had a double life. Yeah. That is wonderful. Absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Now, more important is Donald Trump had a meeting with the – Democrat leadership and uh, little Dick Durbin uh, and a few others, and he left the cameras and the media in. Now, was this stupid on his part, or was it brilliant? I think it was brilliant. Okay, that's your Okay, Barbara thinks it's brilliant. How about you, uh, Tricia? I think it was awesome. Okay, Ashbo. I think it was a good idea. Okay, Fabian, who's still in the shadows, and um, Tammy's in her car. This is my uh, synopsis. I think it was brilliant. I just heard part of it. He said, if anybody's going to take some heat, I'll take some heat. Yeah. Well, well, here's the thing. When you have a meeting like this, usually the first thing you do is you have the hello, how you doing with with the press corps, and everyone walks out, and they had the meeting all in private. Well, he left the media in, and he got what the Democrats wanted on the record. Right. And he couldn't the, – the, the, the members of the uh, meeting couldn't go back and say, well, this is what Trump said during the meeting, and this is what Trump was doing. And he was not out he – he didn't know what we were talking about. He was out – in left field, he had summoned for some Diet Cokes. He had three scoops of ice cream. He took a nap. <laughs> and he um, did all this. Well, they can't say that. Plus, it's stripped on the down record to his now. Yeah, he stripped down to his undies. He did the, uh, the hand in his pants like Al Bundy used to do. <laughs> he made little Chuck Schumer bark like a dog, you know. <laughs> Everything was on the record for this. So they can't say that 
well, he was this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. Of course, they're going to try to because <laughs> that's how they are. Now, what we did see is, on the record, Democrats just want amnesty. Mm-hmm. They want to give amnesty to anyone who has ever crossed any kind of border. Ever. Yep. No wall. Just amnesty. Just come to America. We're cheaper. We have more food yeah. stamps. And then and they, more they likely, to come we'll out. take care of you if you vote Democrat. Yeah, that's true. <coughs> then they tried Never to come out fact. and say they tried to come out and say that Trump said that he didn't want any more border agents. Well, that's not true. No, it's not true. He wants as many border agents as he can hire. Mm-hmm. Because one of the most important things is securing the border. Mm-hmm. I love that Joe Arpaio is running for Arizona, the Arizona seat, the Jeff Strange seat. I don't think he's going to win it. Who's I like the fact that he's running. He, I like the fact that he's running, but I don't think he's going to win it. Who's what? He's running what? Joe Arpaio is running for Arthur Strange's oh. seat. That's right. That's right. I did read that. No, Jeff uh, Bond. He's got too much baggage. Yeah. I don't think he's going to win because of the baggage. No. My gosh, it was a misdemeanor, but the the news has made it like it was a felony. Oh, I know. I know. And that's why he won't win, because they'll keep bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up and, you know. I don't know. I think there's still a lot of people that like him. Oh, yeah, I like him, too. But the fact is, by the time they're through, they'll make like he committed a first-degree murder. So, how dare you question illegal immigrants? What what they're going to do is they're going to have a commercial with Joe Pio, uh, ran by the Democrats, of him chasing down little Mexican children in his truck. Uh Uh-huh. That's what's gonna uh that's that's gonna be the whole playbook with that one. No. And I would not be surprised if a Democrat wins that seat. That's unfortunate. Now another one that's supposed to be running in for or for Hatch's seat in Utah is Little Mitt Romney. Oh yeah. And Little Mitt yeah. is it, it He's just came out. It was yeah. came out this week. Well, it came out today that he was surgically um, treated for prostate cancer. And I'm, from what I'm assuming, it's um, he's either been cured of the disease or he's in uh, remission. Well, yeah, in, in remission. And he wants to make this known now because he's going to be running for this seat in a few uh, months. Yeah, the sympathy vote. The sympathy vote. No, oh, he'll win that seat hands down. If there's anybody that thinks they're going to beat him for that seat, they've got another thing coming. He'll win with 70, 80% of the vote. Nobody wants him. He'll win with 70 or 80% of the vote in Utah. Yeah. The reason why he made it public now is to make sure that his people know that he has a clean bill of of health. What is the deal down here, y'all, you people? I don't know if there's ever been a, a train on these tracks on Murfreesboro Road at Thompson Lane, but the lights are flashing. 
Oh boy. Is that the you know, tonight? They've probably got the railroad yeah. people on the track, and you just can't see them. Yeah. Oh, it's Van Cleve. There's never been. I've never seen. Why are y'all stopping? Crank, coming, crank, coming. They're step. They're and the thing is, is they're they're stopping on the train tracks. Uh oh. That's the that, that was Tammy with Whitlet traffic. <coughs> yeah. Traffic and Murphy's back up. That's great. And to sport the uh, Satan one again, <coughs> Satan won again last night in his um, cavalcade uh-huh. uh, menstrual cycles. What an ending. <laughs> uh, doesn't matter at this point. The game's all rigged. I don't understand what you said last night, Fabian, that these players are paid. I thought college players were not paid. Hey, Tammy, mute yourself unless you're going to talk. Well, it's kind of hard to unmute myself, I know. Okay, there. Well, here's, here's the deal, and especially Nick Saban. First of all, Nick Saban's a crook, okay? He is unethical, and he should not be in college football. He was a sham when he went to the NFL. He was a sham at LSU, and he's a sham now. Now, granted, he coaches at a school that has no academic accomplishments whatsoever, and getting a degree from the University of Alabama is basically worthless. I understand that. Every conference has that school, and ours just happens to be Alabama, and Mississippi State. But athletics drives a lot of the big power programs, LSU, Tennessee, uh, Alabama, Georgia. And what they do is these boosters will go in and they will raise money. And they pay these athletes. Now, they don't pay them as in go hand them a check because that leaves a trail. You're not allowed to pay. You're not allowed to pay an amateur athlete in the NCAA. That's but if you but if you look at program Rick Patino's program, he just got brought down. But he didn't get brought down by somebody on the outside. He got brought down by a student that didn't like the kickbacks he were getting and thought he should get more. So he went to the NCAA and ratted them out. Alabama players get tons of money, okay? Why do you think that all of these four- and five-star recruits go to these big power schools. It isn't to win a championship. It's because what kind of kickbacks can I get? Who's going to offer me the most kickbacks? My mom, who's driving a 1989 station wagon, all of a sudden starts driving a 2017 uh, Honda Odyssey or a 2017, you know, whatever, Toyota Camry. That stuff happens. And Alabama is number one at it. Just look at the Heisman Trophy presentation. The Heisman Trophy, the people that are being awarded that thing, they have suits that cost upwards of probably $10,000. Yes. And And they gave it to a white guy this year. 
Well, the Armani the Armani suit that he was wearing when he accepted it, I know for a fact that that suit, of that exact same cut, is 15 G's. Wow. Okay, now you tell me where a college student got $15,000 whose parents had to use his athlete. He had to use his athletic ability to be able to afford to go to college. Wow. That was a lot there of big see, deals of the union. You see a lot. Now, I'm going to tell you that the NCAA is about to change because remember, some years back, Northwestern, who's an independent school, by the way, sued the NCAA. Some students sued Northwestern. Northwestern, in turn, allowed the suit to go through in their name and sued the NCAA, stating that athletes should be paid for their likeness on video games, should be paid for all this stuff. Okay. Well, they won that lawsuit. And then they unionized. Okay, and that's it right there. They unionized. And what's about to happen, you're going to see the rest of the, the colleges and the FBS and the FCS and those others, they're all going to unionize trying to do the exact same thing. And when you do, you're going to lose, number one, you're going to lose all all enjoyment of college athletics. Mm. And it's going to become the NFL, the NBA, the NHL. You look at all of those sports where it's not for the love of the game anymore. It's for the love of the pocketbook. Wow. And I'll give, you, I'll give you an example. The Ball Brothers. Okay? Those three kids and their loudmouth dad, those kids do not have a ton of talent. They don't. I watched him play for UCLA, and he's he is not NBA. He's not an NBA point guard. If you watch him play with the Lakers, he does do well when he's playing against other crappy teams. But when you put him up against a good caliber team, a Steph Curry led team, a LeBron James led team, um, he wilts. Hmm. Okay, so why are they in the NBA? Number one. As much as I hate to say this, their father does a great job marketing them. Okay? And the youngest one that was just withdrawn from UCLA and told he wasn't going to attend UCLA, they're going to send him overseas in the NBA league over there and bring him back into the NBA. Well, why? Right. Because they're going to get massive paychecks. Mm-hmm. And that big baller brand, all of this controversy that this the eldest one stirs up, Number one, if you look at his stats in the NBA, he sucked. Okay? He's like any graduate that comes out of the University of Mizzou. Sucks. What? <laughs> okay? And he goes to uh, he goes to play for the Lakers. Now, the big baller brand. That brand, as of yesterday when I looked it up, was worth just a little under $800 million. Hmm. Can you, can you believe that crap? Wow. And there's, there's rumor now that Nike wants to buy the big baller brand. Now, most likely, I think they're going to buy it to put it on a shelf. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to that kid once you start shoplifting in, um, say, Germany? You think well, someone's going to bail him out there, too? Personally, I think he should have been kicked out of the uh, kicked out of the college and banned from the NBA. Mm-hmm. Because had that yeah, happened in the nineties, 
if that had happened in the 90s or the 80s, that's exactly what would have happened. Commissioner Stern yeah. would have kicked them out. Yeah, but now you have um, a little pencil neck geek. Silver? Yeah. Yeah, he's worthless. I don't. I don't like the I don't like the commissioner of the Major League Baseball. I don't like the commissioner. Get to where I don't like the commissioner of the NFL, just because he backtracks and wants to apply a different standard. But this well, they're all to, lawyers. They're not into the game. This all speaks to the culture that we deal with, and and it goes to politics. For example, a mere fifteen years ago. You would never hear the people talking about a president the way I hear them talking about President Trump. Even I heard people talk about President Obama or President Bush. Never would have any would anybody have spoken about President Clinton, President Reagan, President Bush, uh, mm-hmm. President Carter. Nobody would have been as disrespectful and rude as this new generation coming up is. Oh, yeah. And I understand everybody has their deep-held beliefs, and everybody thinks, well, it's my right to say this and do that and say this and do that. But I go back to there has to be some decorum. And when you don't see it, when the kids are looking up to people like the Ball Brothers, okay, and they're looking up to the likes of, uh, well, Dennis Rodman, you know, you look up and realize that these people are using them as an example, and if they see them go out there and steal and they get out of it, well, what is their, mm-hmm. what are they to think? Oh, hey, mm-hmm. I can do the same thing. Yep. So I think one of the best examples is look at the South War. At when Lincoln was assassinated, although he, Southerners, um, Blamed him for the war when he was when he was assassinated by Booth. The South cried just as much as the North because mm-hmm. he was the president of the United States. That was a title, that was an office that was revered for generations mm-hmm. and generations until, well, I, I think it was revered. I think it was revered until President Bush. Yeah, and I, I think when President that. Bush come in and. It became okay, you know, when they started making fun of him for his vocabulary. Mm-hmm. Well, then it became okay to start this whole process. And I go back to what I've said all along, and I will continue to say, until you stand foot in that Oval Office and realize the enormity of being in that room. And I wasn't the guy behind the desk. I was just standing in the Oval. And I could feel the weight on these guys. Okay, I think until you have a chance to walk the halls of the White House and realize when you go upstairs to uh, the Lincoln bedroom and walk in that hallway and realize that many nights President Lincoln walked up and down those halls all night. (laughs) Or you you go into a particular room that is classified and mm-hmm. you realize that that's where Franklin Roosevelt made plans to declare war on Japan and Germany. Mm-hmm. Okay. But didn't they so, also criticize President Reagan for his mental stability 
People I mean, criticized them, the but they criticized by sending cans of pork and beans to the White House. <laughs> oh, God. That's, that's, one, that's one thing to make a statement. Well, a cartoonist had pictured him. Uh, he wanted to cut some program, and they said that all the poor people would be eating pork and beans. So they put <laughs> the president cans of pork and beans. Oh, Wait, God. Uh, Does anybody but, remember the show Murphy Brown? Yes. Oh God, Candace Bergen. Yeah, that's about it. as that's about I, as left wing as uh, it, it comes. Oh but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it played it. every it, it played every Monday, and I watched it. And yeah, I can remember there was a um, there was an there was an, an issue with uh, Murphy Brown having a baby outside of wedlock. Yep. And right. Dan Quayle made a statement about that, mm-hmm. and a few episodes later, there was a scene where. Murphy Brown had gotten a backhoe full of potatoes to be dumped in front of the vice presidential <laughs> residence. Oh, right. I know. I know. Well, here's the... Sell potato. You know, and we, we kind of trailed off with the sports thing, but here's the I'm deal. I'm sorry. So, no, it's I mean, my fault. It's, it, well, no, I'm going to bring it back around for us. Number one, they're going to college. They're getting a free education. As far as I'm concerned, that's payment enough. Okay? You're getting a free education at these four- and five-star universities. Okay? The University of Tennessee, a Division One research facility, number one in the world in forensics. The number one, uh, let's see, the number four business school in all of the United States. Okay? I mean, you're a part of this as an athlete. You're being paid. Your tuition's being paid, your food's being paid, your room and board's being paid, all of your materials are being paid. You don't have to pay out a penny for nothing. You're getting wow. uh, medical training. I mean, the medical staff cover you. You are in a weight program. I mean, you've got all of this stuff at your disposal as a student athlete. Okay? Yes, your likeness is used on a video game. Well, guess what? If you want your exposure out there so that you can make it in the NFL draft to make that money, then shut up and get an education. It's being paid for by the taxpayers. So enjoy. Unless you go to Alabama where you get a doctorate for just spelling Tuscaloosa. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. And if you can tell them the capital of the state, you'll get a uh, Ph.D. You get, a, you get a Ph.D. in geography for knowing where the capital is. You get a Ph.D. in grammar and English lit for being able to spell Tuscaloosa. And they'll give you a Ph.D. in business if you know how to count the correct change at Walmart. You can touch your toes, you get a Ph.D. in kinesiology. So. Oh, God. Now, it well, could be worse. We're living so. at this point. It could be worse because the University of Missouri also known as Mizzou. <laughs> you, you know how you earn you know how you earn your degree through there? We're not going there. <laughs> you just you just show up and raise your hand and be like, Hooked on phonics work for me. Oh well that's great. So here's your degree. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure actually the University of Mizzou's in trouble. They well, they're, they're gonna have to close several campuses because nobody's going there. It wow. is absolutely enrollment is down like forty eight percent, they said. It's crazy. 
that's what happens when you butt your nose in the Ferguson riots and act like yeah. you're all of this. Well, well, guess what? They had they had a lot of stuff happen like what Vanderbilt did with their football team. I mean, that yeah. had a lot to do with it, too. But, well, the rape crap that happened and the sexual assaults hadn't even broken by the time the enrollment was down. I still can't believe Vanderbilt has a football team. Well, I've always said a bunch of doctors and lawyers out there playing football. Yeah, them, that's, that's what exactly they are, what doctors and lawyers. And that's that's exactly, you know, Vanderbilt's a beautiful campus. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's a beautiful campus. Yeah, there's there's some good people there. Dr. Carol Swain is, I think she retired, but she was a tenured professor. I know they tried to push her out, but because she was tenured, she wasn't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. She's like. She was one of the last conservative voices in that place. Mm-hmm. University of Tennessee is about the same way. You've got very few conservatives in there, and, and the ones that are there keep their she's head retired. down until they get tenure. She's retired. I hope she's about to run for office because she sure is kicking up some Facebook posts. Well, she's hired a couple of people, but I'm not real thrilled with some of the people she's hired. She hired Bill Hobbs, number one. Gosh, I can't stand him. Oh, my God. I hate that. Are you kidding me? Son of a bitch. Yes. We're being recorded, so be careful. That's all right. Hey, Bill Hobbs, I couldn't stand you then, can't stand you now, and by the way, you ain't never beat me, but you tried. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you someone who's even more clueless than Bill Hobbs is Shane Reeves. I went to the GOP tonight <laughs> and uh, oh, ask him. Yeah. I asked him about uh, what were his thoughts on vouchers and what was his plan to help uh, Rutherford County absorb all the people that are moving here and we're having to build multi-million dollar schools. What was his answer? Sorry. He can't answer. Yep. He tap dance. He had no. He he doesn't even have a clue about education. Not a clue. Gee, look at the time. I have to go. <laughs> you know well, what? Uh, One more person. Uh, Chad Sinclair asked him about the deal that he got with the um, sixty-five million dollar when they sold that business. He yeah. got a. Uh, uh, he asked him about that, and the next thing you know, okay, that's it with the questions. Yeah, I bet. If I got one flyer in my mailbox, I got five flyers for him. Yeah. Well, for me. they kind of they cut it off because just, uh, everybody else was asking good questions, but they were not uh, got you questions. But when Tess yeah. Tess started asking him about that money that he made and on the uh, grant that he got, that was it. And it, that was supposed to last to eight o'clock. Well, you see, it's eight twenty-eight. And it, I had dinner with Lisa. <laughs> so they cut it off at like 7 o'clock. Wow. And wow. my opponent my opponent thinks I'm mad at him for going to the mosque, and that's why I'm running against him. Ah. Don't take the bait. I wasn't involved in the conversation, but good Lord above. Well, listen to me. I mean, that's so you- shallow. Well, hang on. Let's finish this call. Listen up. If, uh, Mark, what you got else to cover? Uh, 
Did you go to sleep? Mark. We're good. coming right now. I'm trying to think what else we could talk about. I mean, if there's oh, nothing else to talk about. Hypocrisy? How about the hypocrisy of Obama wanting to buy sweaters for all the sheep in America, and the Democrats said, yeah. Trump said it, and they went, hell no. <laughs> Well, the hypocrisy of everyone on the record for the last 30 years saying, let's build a wall. Yeah, um, exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. And then um, when Trump builds a wall, he's racist. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's okay if the uh, anointed one said it. Well, yeah, and when 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 Bill Clinton had his uh, KKK buddies who uh, helped him get elected, when they had cross burnings on the White House lawn, they didn't cover those. <laughs> they didn't have cross burnings on the White House lawn. And so said in the new uh, in the new book that Trump has a uh, a Klan pajama set while he actually wears the hood to bed. That's the only way uh, 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 three wooden crosses on the right side of the South Lawn. Why yeah. <laughs> Clinton only know. <laughs> oh God! Y'all ain't oh, right. God. Y'all ain't right. Y'all ain't right. All right, let's do it. Let's do this, Mark. If you ain't got anything else pressing to do, let's cut this off. Say good night to the folks, and let's go over and do a political straight talk. Okay, let's do that. Good All right, everyone. <laughs> Thank you for. Uh, <laughs> As, uh, blah, blah, blah. Let's get it that one out. I didn't know you were in a hostel. Come on, baby. I had those with a little bit of teeth and lip in there. Our <laughs> senior executive director would like to say a word. <laughs> <laughs> All I heard I was... Next week, we'll be putting both hands tonight. I like I like to thank everyone for joining us tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I was Mark, executive director of Right Side Patriots, joined Praise by the other Lord. board members. Hallelujah, I'm thank in the spirit. Thank Jesus. Hey, saying that. At the end of this call, I will have to thank every one of the followers of this program. And Do not blaspheme, preachers, young man. Do not. <laughs> if y'all want to hear how a real preacher does it, I can get going if you'd like. No, I'll tell you, I went to a little country church one time. Let's stop the recording. Oh, here we go. Yeah, let's oh, go over to straight talk. Mark, finish right. it up. Hurry up. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us on this call. Uh, as Also, uh, respect to the uh, board members of Ragtag Patriots. And remember, it's better to live on your, die on your feet than to live on your knees. Good night, everyone. Well, wow. <laughs> way, which way you look at that? Oh yeah, really. <laughs> <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.